Hi, dearest lovely. Thank you for tuning in to episode 25 of the Dear Lovely Universe podcast, How to Overcome Challenges and Inner Demons of Siberia. This episode is great for you if you are going through many hardships right now, need the inspiration to keep going, are feeling suicidal, or desire to hear the perspective of two people who have been through challenges and came out the other side. In this episode of Severia, we discuss the day that I wanted to commit suicide, how the worst moments of our lives make us invincible, the people who take time to reflect on themselves are truly the ones who have courage, those who continue to numb out their pain are not growing, why living in the present moment helps you overcome challenges, and so much more. Please note that Severia's Wi-Fi was very choppy when we filmed this episode, so there will be moments of pauses and cuts. We tried our best to make it work. Hopefully, it's not too distracting. Thank you for your understanding. Hi, dearest lovely. So today, I'm here again with Severia from Digging Deep Within Yourself with Severia and we're going to be talking about overcoming challenges and I think this is a very personal topic for both Severia and I and I really wanted to share and bring up the conversation again about kind of why I got started into podcasting and blogging and personal development and I'm so excited to see where this conversation goes so let's welcome Severia again to the Dear Lovely Universe podcast. Hi! I'm so excited to be here. Yes, I'm so excited to have you here. So, yeah, so I think let's just jump right into it. I mean, let's just jump into suicide. Okay. Because I think, one. yeah, I think um, for me, I have so much to talk about this, but let me just talk about the day when um, it was the most intense. Mm -hmm. So I was a freshman in high school Mm -hmm. and I was in Spanish class. Mm -hmm. And I started getting like really, really challenging anxiety. Like my hands were trembling at the time. Like my hands shaking was a common thing. Like it happened every day right due to anxiety but at that time it was just like so bad and like I just my anxiety was closing in on me and I had to get out Mm -hmm. of that classroom and when I got out the classroom I just started like crying 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 and like then I went to the a friend actually was walking by at the time and he saw me and he gave me his jacket to cry in and he convinced me to go to the office so I could go to class. So luckily, my favorite counselor was there. Mm-hmm. And he was asking me, like, why are you crying? Like, what's your feelings? And all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And thank God for him because um, the feeling that I was feeling was utter hopelessness. Right. I think that when someone wants to take their life, they have, well, personally, I had the belief that nothing was ever going to get better. Yeah. Ever. 
And there was just no chance of that. And, you know, that night continued. Um, and it was just this immense mental battle with myself. Should right. I do it? Should I do it not? Every single reason why should I live or should I not? Mm-hmm. And I eventually, like when the sun rose and I was just tired and could not even move anymore, I oh. finally fell asleep. And, you know, from that night and from that whole experience, mm-hmm. It really did make me an invincible person. Yeah. Because I think once you go through something like that, you realize that you can go through anything. Mm -hmm. Especially when you go through it alone, you know that you did it by yourself. So there's there's nothing you can go through. Exactly. There's that, like, sense of invincibility. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to make a point about to listeners who have ever gone through a challenge, you know, and I'm sure that's everybody. (laughs) Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I really want to make a point that if you were at that point of ever wanting to actually end your life Mm -hmm. and you decided to keep living that is so powerful I mean imagine what it feels like to be in that moment of wanting to end your life I mean that is just intense it's yeah so so if you're still listening to this if you're still alive I love you and thank you for being here yeah definitely I think that's a really strong message especially for a lot of people that are going through um the current circumstances with being quarantined, you know, um, I know I've, I've heard a lot of people that haven't been able to cope, you know, when, when you're suicidal or depressed, it's really hard to cope with things. And a lot of ways that people cope with things are by going out and, you know, distracting from their problems and stuff like that. And kind of just pretending that that problem isn't there. And, um, mm-hmm. right now we don't really have that option, which is, which is really scary and really sad, but, um, yeah, like the bravest thing that you can do in that type of situation is just choose life. And it's really scary too, but that's why it makes you so much braver and stronger through that. Totally. I think all challenges create a stronger version of you. Yeah. Yeah. I think all, everything that we go through is meant to make us just you know a better version of ourselves whether it's something so painful like that Uh and what's so interesting is you know I had to go through that experience to help people that were that are going through that because I know what it was like to be there yeah so you know it's it, it it sometimes it's really hard in the moment like really hard oh yeah (laughs) Yeah. but you you tend to look back years after and you're like wow like I'm actually so grateful that happened 
-hmm. because if that didn't I wouldn't be who I am today yeah exactly yeah yeah and I I really think that it helps you because I've I've gone through a lot of like suicidal ideation before in my life personally and I really do feel like it's helped me help other people and help myself because I know when to appreciate a certain point in my life because I know what rock bottom feels like and um I feel like when you get a taste of something like that when you get a like when you when you understand the amount of pain that the human being can go through and then you realize how how much the human being can also persevere and like gain strength and knowledge and like this overwhelming amount of empathy to give to other people mm-hmm. it's it's insane because I look back on when I felt those ways and when I'm feeling really down and I'm thinking about where I should pull strength from that's one of the places I definitely pull strength from totally yeah totally I think when you are or when you are in that space in the moment or you were in that space before you are so much more I think willing to help mm-hmm. or empathize right you because you know what it feels like to be there yeah you get it yeah so yeah. like for me how that plays out in my personal life right now is when I used to work in like retail and food so mm-hmm. when and I used to like be having the worst days you know right. I mean Oh, I know. (laughs) (laughs) We still get, like, we can still be cautious and have not great days. But before, when I was still on this path, like, I used to get stressed out and I wouldn't meditate. But anyway, (laughs) anyway, so I would be, you know, working and someone would come in with the worst attitude or something like that. Like, oh my God, like, there's just some things that if you work in the food industry, you know. Oh, but. no, yeah, fully. Sometimes <laughs> they forget that you're a person too, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I always ask people, like, how are, you, how are you doing? Like, people at Trader Joe's, they always ask, how are you doing? And mm-hmm. I think that's nice, but I always ask them, how are you doing too, you know? And then they are like, oh, I'm so good. Thank you for asking. Like, how are you? Oh, and yeah. I just like kind of like I think people forget that maybe they don't want to be here right now and yeah. they don't need someone to you know like they could be having the worst day and I know that personally I could be having the worst day with a smile on my face and I wouldn't let anyone know right so it's just knowing what other people could be going through and being conscious of that and, right. and being nice to people in situations and times when maybe you don't have to be. But I think exactly. it's just a way to live. Yeah. I agree. I, 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 I like the analogy that you put um, with, you know, working in like the food industry or the retail industry because that's that has a lot to do with like people that are really overwhelmed or like for me like having um really really bad anxiety or um 
the times when I was very hopeless, you know, I, I did not want to be here. But when I had somebody that was willing to listen to me and that understood like, oh, wow, like I've felt the same way. It was, it was such a like instant type of relief and connection. And I like the fact that you made that analogy with like um, Trader Joe's because you understand what it's like to work in food just like them. And you're asking them how they feel because you have that sense of empathy, that sense of connection of mm -hmm. knowing like, I know what you're going through. And I just want to, I want to make sure that you know that I'm checking on you, that I'm, that I'm going to be there for you. Hey. Hi, sorry. That's My okay. Now. Well, we can just edit that out in the audio. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just like that philosophy a lot. The way that you, that you brought it up was very, um, I don't know, it's a very loving way and, and it has an empathetic lens and perspective to how to treat people and how to internally treat yourself. And I really, really enjoy that. Yeah, well, thank you. It, I think it's uh, just, you know, a good way to live, a good way to be conscious of yourself and others. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think another topic that I want to talk about with on the lines of overcoming challenges and inner demons is, um, well, substance abuse. Mm, yeah. Because anyone that, you know, knows me really well or, you know, has really listened to my podcast or read my blogs knows I, I had a huge battle with substance abuse. And what this taught me was that I could be happy and feel the highs of life mm -hmm. by itself. That I don't need to be high or I don't need to be drunk or doing something illegal right. to feel the highs of life. Because, yeah. you know, and I think one of the things that is so important to talk about is if you don't go inwards to 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 work on these inner demons it could go on for a long time the yeah. substance abuse and and for someone going through something like that i think the, the key is to evaluate your surroundings, evaluate who and what you're listening to, and is yeah. this, and is that okay? Definitely. Definitely. And if it's not okay, what are you going to do about it? It's okay to cut people off sometimes if they're not serving your highest good. It's yeah. okay to... To want to know who you truly are and to not listen to other people and express right. your true beauty. Right. I like the fact that you brought up like watch what you're listening to or watch the things that you're engaging in 
because I feel like that has a lot to do with it as well, especially me. Um, when I would like get drunk and stuff like that, it's because I saw those things and they were constantly like on my feed and I thought it was very normal and natural and that's how people, you know, view life. And even in movies and TV shows, like we see when people are stressed or the way that they let loose is by having a drink or smoking some pot or... You cut off at smoking some pot. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, but you, yeah, the smoking pot, like you, you learn that that's something that's natural, that that's something that can only make you feel better. Mm -hmm. And once you start realizing like, oh no, I can, I can stop watching these things or cut off certain people or make my life better and choose the things that can actually benefit your life that's when your life really takes like a turn for the better and that's when you start realizing exactly what you said like you can start getting high on life and and really enjoying it in that type of way where you don't need substances and you you know you have that conscious choice and that conscious shift within yourself yeah yeah i i mean coming from a person who thought I would never be able to live without drugs and Xanax and boy, worse things than that. Like, yeah. I can tell you that you can live without being dependent on any drug, but your own personal effort to be happy. Right. And I say effort because I believe that being happy is a choice. And likewise, I think that being unhappy is a choice. Mm -hmm. People might not believe so that being unhappy is a choice. Mm -hmm. But I say this because I believe that we have control over our destiny and the way of our, you know, words, thoughts, and actions. Yeah, And if someone isn't serving our life, we can make a change through our words, our thoughts, and our actions. Mm -hmm. So it's about, I was having a conversation with someone today. It's not, it's about not being a victim mm -hmm. and instead coming out the other side mm -hmm. and not, instead of being sorry for yourself, See what you can do with your situation mm -hmm. because it's so easy to do that, to feel sorry for yourself. But the reality is no one is coming to save you. Mm -hmm. You have to save yourself. Mm -hmm. No one is ever going to care about you as much as you do and you should care about you. And you are going to be living in this body for the rest of your life. Right. So might as well get comfortable with it. And if you're going to want to have kids one day, you sure would want a healthy body so you can live a long time with your kid. Or you would even be able to deliver a baby. Right. Yeah, I think, I think there's definitely a balance between like happiness being a choice and unhappiness being a choice and understanding your circumstance. I think, I think it's very valid of like saying, you know, choosing to be happy and choosing to be unhappy 
is something conscious and it is because you have to put so much work into healing you have to be able and willing to be like all right I'm going to sit with myself and unlearn really toxic behaviors and really bad patterns that I've you know accumulated my entire life from you know the way that I was raised or my parents or the people that I allowed to treat me that way because I didn't understand how to say no or understand you know that I can make my own choices and I feel like a lot of factors go into that um I think that there there is a balance though sometimes um with like toxic positivity I don't know if you're familiar with that but um sometimes people not understanding the way that they feel and almost negating that they actually are in pain and them just saying like no I'm fine I'm fine everything's okay like Mm-hmm. and not addressing that and I, I think you know sitting with yourself has really great benefit and being like you know what this sucks right now I feel bad I feel really you know unhappy um, because that's being honest with yourself instead of just saying like I can be happy and you know because some people negate the way that they feel and then they never do the hard work they never do the work of actually healing because they're so focused on like I don't want to feel bad, so I'm just going to say I'm happy and not talk about it again. So I definitely think there's, like, a balance and healing in that way to understand, you know, I might feel bad, but that, or I might feel sad, but that doesn't make me a sad person, and I don't need to, you know, show up as this sad, depressed person all the time. Totally, totally. There, I think that there should be a balance when it comes to pretty much every area in your life. Yeah, And, you know, to go off what you're saying, when someone asks me, how -hmm. are you doing? And I'm not doing good. Mm -hmm. I always say I've had better days, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's, I think being honest with yourself and other people about how you're feeling is actually very important. Yeah. Because people want to have this illusion to other people. They're always doing good, but the reality is that no one does amazing 100% of the time. Yeah, exactly. I mean, maybe, like, those Buddhists, like, meditating in the Himalayas, but (laughs) we're not one of those people. Yeah, and they also don't have, you know, the Buddhist people in the Himalayas, they don't really have toxic people around them, you know? Like yeah. it's, they're all people that are really like centered and aligned and enlightened, but we don't live in a world where everybody's enlightened or everybody's, you know, understanding mm-hmm. of their feelings. People like, just like you said, some people, they, they wear that mask, you know, when you ask them how you're, how they're doing, they'll say something like, I'm good, but how are you really doing? Like, and I feel like so many people don't want to go there because, um, they don't want to be vulnerable because then they feel like, well, if I say that I'm doing bad, somebody is going to, you know, take advantage of that or try to manipulate me. And, you know, I think us as people, we assume the worst of others all the time um, because we're trying to protect ourselves and our image and our reputation. But a lot of the time, that's, that's really how we make connections by saying like, listen, I'm not having a good day. And I'm going to go home and I'm going to take a bubble bath and hopefully I'm going to feel better. I'm going to read a nice book. But right now in this moment, I'm not doing that great. You know, that, that transparency, that that's not hopeless. Cause you know, on the other side of the coin, we can't just be like, 
oh, I'm not doing well, and there's no hope, and I'm going to dwell in it, and I'm going to mope about it type thing. It's just that transparency of being like, I'm not doing well, but I'm going to get through it because, like, I'm a strong person. I persevere through anything that's thrown my way, and I can overcome challenges because I've overcome, or I've overcome bigger things than this. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think when someone asks you, how are you doing? And you say that you're not, or when you're not having a day and you say that you're doing well, Mm -hmm. it does a disfavor to you Mm -hmm. because you're not being authentic to yourself. Right. And when you are not authentic to yourself, and you're lying to yourself, I mean, that trails into other areas of your life. What else are you not being authentic with yourself about? And this this conversation that you could possibly have with someone who could really help you is something that you just turned away from. Yeah. So, so if you're one of those people, this listener, please be honest with yourself and stop kidding yourself. Yes. And when I say stop kidding yourself, I mean in your financials, in your in your occupation, mm-hmm. in the things that you enjoy, right. in your relationship, mm-hmm. in every area of your life. And I think when you stop kidding yourself, you can start to live. Yeah. I yeah, I agree. I think a lot of that comes with a sense of like shame almost especially in relationships I know I've been a person in past relationships before where I wouldn't be honest about the way that I felt because I almost felt obligated to feel good because I didn't want to put them down or make them feel bad so it was really difficult for me to ask for my needs or to just say like hey I'm not doing that great I would kind of take care of myself and not expect my partner to take care of me at all. But, you know, learning that balance of of knowing, like, I can take care of myself. Like, I don't need you. I want you. I choose you. But I would also like your help in that way. Not, like, being codependent on them, but just depending on them in a way that, like, hey, I've had a bad day. Will you make dinner tonight? Because I'm not feeling too good. Or, you know, something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, I definitely feel is, is beneficial and it helps people stop, you know, doing that thing where they're lying to themselves. And especially it helped me become more authentic. And it made me realize a lot about myself. It made me realize what I need in those situations when I feel bad, when I let myself feel bad, but not hopeless. Yeah. 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 That's a great distinction to understand when you're feeling bad, but not hopeless. Yeah. Because hopelessness is a feeling that is very unpleasant oh yeah and it's very extreme Mm -hmm. and if someone feels hopeless that is it's not to be taken lightly i think that's something a huge sign that you need to go inward right and understand yourself and see why you're in this position and how you got there. Yeah. I want to talk for a second about enlightenment because we touched on that really lightly with the 
Buddhists in the Himalayas. Yeah. I want to tell people, because I don't know if I've expressed this clearly enough or not, that enlightenment, I would say 99% of the time isn't someone meditating for once yeah and getting some enlightenment oh no yeah <laughs> i mean i mean if you want to take that route and like meditate and choose the spiritual route before you actually have to go through a bunch of pain then kudos to you yeah <laughs> but if that's you know more likely it's more likely that enlightenment for you and for people you know is going to look like going through a lot of pain and suffering yeah and that's just the reality and i want people to know that it's okay to go through pain and feel your feelings it's actually a good thing it helps you grow you learn a lot yeah as long as you're not enabling the pain to happen over and over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. And to learn from it the first time, I think that is what we should strive to do. We should strive to always be growing. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that. A lot, of, a lot of people also think that, I know I was one of the people that thought enlightenment meant like being in bliss and contentment like all the time and I had not a worry in the world and I wasn't dealing with any of my problems just like they were all erased and then I found out that like a huge reason that you get there like the stepping stone to getting there even close to that is really like doing a bunch of shadow work like going and dealing with your inner demons reflecting on yourself and realizing you know Sometimes other people are the problem, and that's when you cut that tie, and it's, it's hard, and it hurts, but it's, it's vital to your growth, and other times when you reflect, you realize, you know, I'm a part of the problem, and the way that I'm showing up for myself, I need to stop, like, that's something I need to cut, mm-hmm. and I need to cut ties with that behavior, mm-hmm. and I need to start growing from that, and that's, that's when you start sinking into a deeper consciousness of enlightenment because you're actually dealing with the stuff that is really hard and helping others to get over that fence of realizing, you know, you know, I'm not a victim. I'm a survivor and I'm a leader and, you know, having a different narrative to their own life. Yeah. Yeah. It's important to realize that, you don't have to be something you're not. And this theme of being authentic to yourself I, is, I think, very hand-in-hand hand with right. overcoming challenges. Oh, Because yeah. I think challenges, a lot of the time, I mean, given there are challenges that are just a little bit out of your control, like the family you were born into and stuff like that. Right. But some challenges are due to wanting to please other people, prove something, or be something you're not. And I think being authentic with yourself and, you know, learning about yourself will relieve a lot of these challenges because you don't, you realize that you just don't need a lot of the 
the commotion that's going on in your head that you can just love yourself and do live out your passion and genuinely be really happy a lot of the time yeah yeah definitely definitely I think I think that's a really important message too like the way the way that you put it I I think is perfect because you know it it is really really hard and sometimes you know there are things that aren't in your control um like you know situation things that happen to you aren't in your control but the way that you respond to it is or the way or what you take away from it I I remember I've had like so many years of therapy and one of my uh, therapists told me something that really stuck with me and especially with overcoming challenges she said stop looking at situations like what has this situation taken away from me but look at situations in a way where you can see what can I take away from the situation. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's really impacted my life because when I'm overcoming a challenge, yeah, it's hard. Like, you know, when I was feeling suicidal or I'm sure when you were getting over, you know, your substance abuse, it's hard. Overcoming that challenge, you feel like almost something's being taken from you, but you can, you can flip flip the switch and really think about like, what can I take away from the situation? What lesson have I learned from this? What can I do for others and for myself in the future? Because I have uniquely gone through this situation and how am I going to be the better version of myself? Totally. Totally. You can, it would be wise for someone to, think of it that way Mm -hmm. and because I believe that like what I was saying earlier to it's really similar but that everything we go through is a lesson right and I I I actually refer to uh kind of earth like an earth school I believe it's where we come to learn right and if we can look at challenges even like amazing things that feel good in our life, if we could just look at that like a lesson, mm-hmm. heck, we'll like always be content. Yeah. Because we'll realize it wasn't necessarily to hinder our growth at all mm-hmm. or hurt us in a way that's like keep you stagnant, but right. just in a way to keep growing as a person. Right then we realized, wow, this is like for a reason and I'm really grateful. Right. Yeah, I agree. I, I think a lot of the times uh, I know I do, and I know a lot of other people that do, we kind of bypass the good things that happen in our life. We kind of say like, oh yeah, that was great. Um, and then we wait for the next bad thing to happen type thing. Um, but I really, I really like that perspective of, of even taking lessons from things that are are happy and that that hap- that happened to us that are really exciting like sometimes people get an, a job opportunity or a school opportunity where they have to like move across the country or move out of a different state and it's such an amazing opportunity but all they're focusing on is the fact that they're going to be away from their routine they're going to be away from like the people that they did know and you know it becomes this negative type of thing and I think 
learning lessons from positive things like, wow, I got an opportunity. And even though I'm going to be out of my routine, I have an opportunity to experience going outside of my comfort zone. And I have this opportunity to, you know, pursue my passion. You know, sometimes I feel like a part of overcoming challenges like that, that are even good, is to stop ourselves from making our own challenges in those ways. I really think that, that yeah. that's a really important thing. Yeah, yeah. I love how you were, how you said how we can make our own challenges. And let's be honest, a lot of the challenge at stress is self-induced. Yeah. And the challenges that we go through are really the ones that we make up in our heads. Right. If we're alive and we're breathing and we're still going, that, and we have so much to be grateful for. And people can think, oh, I don't have a lot of money. I don't have, you know, a, I don't live where I want to live. I don't have the car I want. Right. Okay. You're alive. You're able to express beauty in the world. Right. Why, what is there to be unhappy about? Mm-hmm. You'll get those things if you work for it. Mm-hmm. But sitting in your sorrows about something that hasn't been given to you yet because you haven't earned it is a good way to create stress in your life. Right. Yeah. I think that's a, I think that's a really important thing as well, because a lot of the times we self-sabotage as people, we self-sabotage the best things. We make worse of the worst things by self-sabotaging and yeah, I think it kind of, it just goes back to that. Like, what can you take away from the situation? Like, okay, maybe you don't have the car that you want. Maybe you don't have the job you want. Maybe you don't live where you want to live. Okay. What do you have though? Like, what, what do you have? What is in your control that you currently have that makes you feel like you want to get up in the morning? Maybe mm-hmm. you're not waking up in the morning, like the happiest, like ray of sunshine. Okay, fine. But what makes you get out of bed in the morning? What makes you feel alive? What makes you feel, what puts that smile on your face? Like, do you have food? Do you have clothes on your back? Do you have people in your life that love you? Then let's be grateful for that until we can get to that point where we get the car that we want or we can live in the place that we want. Mm -hmm. But making, you know, materialistic things goals instead of, you know, those connections or feelings or the things that we currently have can sometimes put our life at a halt, feeling like we're unsuccessful and unhappy because we don't have these, these, you know, material things instead of focusing on what we do currently have. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Living in the present moment and practicing gratitude like a religion has the ability to seriously change your life yeah and I do not say that lightly I mean this permeates to every area of your life living in the moment is such a blessing to yourself in ways that are unimaginable you are able to relax like truly relax 
be truly grateful, be truly present with your friends and your family and not stop yourself from doing something in fear. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. I think sometimes people that want to start a business or some kind of adventure of some sort, they're scared of the future. Well, what if I don't make it? What am I going to tell my friends? Right. What are they going to think? Really, though? Like, who cares? Because all I know is that if you do what makes you happy and fulfills your purpose, God will help you. And even if this doesn't work or you don't make it, at least you tried and you have experience under your belt. Honestly, yeah. when I say living life to the fullest, that living life to the fullest to me is doing everything that makes your heart full. Right. And I believe that by doing actions that make your heart full will ultimately lead you to a life that you can look back and think, wow, I really lived it to the fullest and lived every moment the way I should have. And I think that has a lot to do with living the present moment. Yeah, and I like the fact that you said, you know, some people are, you know, they they go out of a place of fear, and a lot of the time, if you're not connected with your body and and yourself, sometimes you can confuse your intuition with fear, but intuition doesn't feel like that. Intuition isn't this big, scary monster that we're like, oh, like, that's, you know, intuition is this very calm, accepting space that we're in that we're like oh like I know that this is going to happen and I'm I'm at peace with it type thing and a lot of people they won't start their business or they won't do something they really love because they're like I just have a feeling in my gut that it's not going to work out and it's like is that really a feeling in your gut or is that just fear talking like Mm -hmm. is that is that what's you know running your life right now and I like the fact that you were talking you know about experience like even if that doesn't happen you have you know, you have your effort to fall back on the fact that you tried. And I think that the, uh, a beautiful message in that is you don't have to worry about starting from scratch if you fail when you tried, because you're not starting from scratch. You're starting from experience. You know, you're starting from knowing like, I tried this, this, and this, this didn't work, but you know, something else has the possibility of working because I'm committed to making my life work period. And I think that that desire and that drive is really what changes you, especially when gratitude is involved. Yeah. Yeah. I think life events are a great way to help you evolve into the best version of yourself constantly. Right. And using your experiences based on failures, air quote, and successes is a great way to take you to that place. I mean, honestly, looking back on my life, it just seems like everything was methodically placed and planned out 
to lead me here. Right. And it's like so weird and intriguing. And I just feel like when people tell me their stories, it's the same way. Yeah. So I really just want to say, you know, trust in the process. Life isn't necessarily fair. Sometimes things feel really hard and it really could be. But it's making you into who you are today. And for that, be thankful. Right. Yeah, definitely. So I just want to end this podcast episode with saying that you are capable of anything you set your mind to. Yeah. Challenges, fear, and these kinds of things are self-perceived. If you want to do anything, and I mean anything, if you can dream it, if it's in your thought process, it's for a reason. Yeah. You are the person for that. You wouldn't have the thought of doing something if it wasn't, if you weren't capable of doing it. I think that life works in very strange ways, <laughs> but it all somehow works out yeah. and it can lead you to the place where you're meant to be. Mm-hmm. So if you're having a challenging time out there and you're trying to face your inner demons, I recommend starting with at least 10 minutes a day of of sitting with yourself, putting on some calming music and, you know, relaxing and trying to understand how you're feeling that day, understand how your body is feeling that day and what you can do to, to, better yourself and better the people around you but focusing on yourself first yeah it's it's just like um a plane you got to put your your own oxygen mask on first before you can help others that's how you help others Yeah. yeah and it really just comes naturally it really just comes naturally when you help yourself and you love yourself more the more people will resonate with you and love you more yeah and gravitate towards you yeah Yeah. people can feel authentic authenticity if you are not being authentic people can definitely feel that oh yeah 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 energy is very real and so are frequencies people that's how people end up with other people and and form such amazing bonds they just energy resonates and that's that's how they end up together or within the same community Mm -hmm. do you have any final closing messages that you want to share um yeah just you know I like the last part that you touched on with the dreaming if you could dream it you can do it and if you're in a space in your life right now there is something else on the other side of all of this and that everything happens for a reason. 
even though um, sometimes it doesn't feel like that. But even that phrase, everything happens for a reason, happened for a reason, because it resonates with so many people, because no matter what's going on, you can get through it because you're uniquely you, and it'll all work out in your own unique favor. Just, you know, put mm -hmm. your mind to it, trust the process, and be honest and kind to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Saviria, for getting on this episode with me today and yeah. sharing your thoughts and your experiences. And I really want to thank you for just being an awesome friend and supporter. Oh, thank you. Yeah, this was awesome. I loved it so much. This, it's always a pleasure. For listening to this episode with guest speaker Severia on overcoming challenges and inner demons. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share it with your friends and family. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rating and a review. It helps out a lot and I really appreciate it. You can find Severia on Instagram at Empowered Intention. Next week's episode is called Be a Pioneer in the Podcast Industry. Here's everything you need to know with Aaron Dowd. He's an awesome podcaster with incredible tips to share with you. I'll talk to you next Friday. Always remember that I love you.